The Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. While you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club at nofocusradio.com. There you can find exclusive content and merch. Find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can also find the rest of Light of Mind Media's podcasts and radio shows like we read at lightofmindmedia.com. And we're back! Welcome back! It's good to be this back. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the only radio hour made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to live in the Central Valley. As always, we have our beautiful cast of characters. We finally found out what he does. He's a dermatologist, Eric the Doorman. No, that's wrong. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I. what I do is I just love... The Central Valley. But That's you're one I of those do. weirdos who will walk up and just pop a stranger's zit, right? Uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah. sure. Time, 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 you know. Yeah, do something know. to keep me entertained, you know. That's great. Yeah, yeah. They usually <laughs> enjoy it, too. <laughs> you know who else we have here? We have a man who, what did you just tell us? You did something interesting. You just told me that I was kind of doing this. We're talking about Wait, something. Max has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Marty was talking about something while I was... Uh, I talk about a lot of stuff. No one listens. Dang it. Yeah. He invented... I'll do this one. The man who invented the Red Vine and White Claw. That's right. I've been drinking yes. White Claws through Red Vine straws most of the day, so I'm... Excited Good to, to go. Dry most of the day. It's fantastic. So what has you messed up more, the alcohol or the sugar? What have I? What? What has you? What? What are you more hopped up on? Alcohol or sugar? a little bit of both? That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just ready to it's go. It's mixed. It's a perfect mix. When you put the red vine in there, it's a perfect mix. Okay. And we the have also with us. He's back. He's back from Myrtle Myrtle Beach. Beach. Yeah. Don Schlick yeah. on a secret wow. mission. The Slick right. Man. How did right. it go in Myrtle Beach? Um, not enough nudity. I'll say that. <laughs> were, were you <laughs> the only one? Never is. Don enough. was the only one, apparently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought everyone would be doing it, but it was just me. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's great. But. You know, and uh, we also have today a special guest. Well, wait a minute. Max Who are you? He's our special, special guest. guest. Max yeah. DeBoss. Special guest, Max DeBoss. Here From I we am. Read. You might From have we heard read my voice podcast. on We Read. Also, I am drinking a uh, future sponsor of the show, uh, Spindrift Sparkling Ooh. Water. It's made with only uh, water and real fruit. So thank you, Spindrift. For nice. It sounds future. like a setting on your laundry machine. You know, it does. if you put a red vine in there, it'd be even better. <laughs> oh, we'd have more real fruit. Um, but we do have a special guest We today. do have a real special yes. guest, yes. Uh, Diego Martinez, gubernatorial candidate. Diego Martinez, he'll be joining us. I can't wait to talk to him. In uh, just a few few minutes here. That's a weird word, huh? Gu- gubernatorial yes, it candidate? Is. Instead of like governor 
Notorial. Or even this like governatorial. Governatorial, right? yeah. I don't know. Strange. Gubernatorial. I don't know where that word comes from. I yeah. like this. Uh, Diego will get to talk to him. He, se- he seems like a man of the people, like many of us in this room. He's held. He's had a lot of different jobs and a lot of different experiences. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm eager to see, uh, you know, hear his ideas, what he has, and what he thinks he can offer as governor, you know, yeah. if he gets that chance uh, of California. So it'll be interesting to talk to him. Yeah, I'm excited um, to, to find out what he's about um, and so he should be joining us shortly then. Just right? very shortly. Yeah. yeah just a couple yeah. minutes here. Um, yeah. He does say, no, I don't know. This is the one thing I'd like my question. I'm asking it right now. He okay. says the homelessness reform. He says that he has a permanent solution. Mm. That's a scary thing for me to hear sometimes. Uh-oh. Permanent solution for homelessness. <laughs> Depending on the solution that right. he has. So it's the only be a thing. Good thing. Besides yeah. that, I like uh, everything else he has on here. You know? In fact, um, I was coming back from um, Hanford today and I dropped in by Yoshi Now, one of my favorite stores. Yeah. And mm. There was a brand new tent city set up just in the past mm. week or so. Oh, by Yoshi Now? By Yoshi Now. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Out there, That's kind tough. of by the freeway and stuff downtown. So a lot of those empty by lots. What, by his main store? Yeah, by his main. Oh, are you yeah. sure Yoshi didn't put that up because he's run out of room? He's yeah, got that's so much a good stuff. Idea, he could store all of his stuff in there. But there yeah, are people could. walking around, and it's just like these places are popping up quick, and they get torn down, and they pop up quick again. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's Sad. tough. Well, that's the thing about tents. You and can pull them down and pop up. them up. Yeah, right. summer's coming up. It's going to be getting hot out there, Ooh. so you're going to have a lot of dehydration yeah. problems, yeah. heat stroke. It's just sad. It's yeah, not it gonna is. Be good. Gonna be rough. Well, it'll so. be interesting to see what his uh, plan is for homelessness. Yeah, so we need I mean, people like Diego, right. who's familiar with the problem, to um, you know, take care of this in a real way. I got a question about Hanford. Okay, okay. it's a nice little town. I it like is. going to Hanford. It is kind of in the middle of nowhere. You know, you kind of it's. But when you get there, it's nice. Um, do you ever go to that dairy, the Superior, Superior Dairy? Yeah, Belly. yeah, dairy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What's your opinion on that? Because everyone likes everyone. It's overrated. <laughs> it's so overrated. So overrated. Oh yeah. my god. It's gosh. okay. Yeah. I don't want to talk bad about it, but I'm going to. Friends of the show. Friends Future of the show. Sponsors. So oh, I yeah. I remember going there as a kid and thinking, oh, sounds well, like they're know, not going to be really sponsors. Really cool. Really cool dairy. <laughs> and um, did anybody else take like a train out to Hanford when they were? I a took. Kid? That's the last time yeah. I had that dairy plate. I had a uh, Superior when I was. Was that out. the slow speed rail that you guys took? Yes. Yeah, slow okay. speed. Yeah, <laughs> slow yeah. speed rail. And um, so anyway, we went, I'm going to say it's been six years, seven years. Okay. We took the kids to Superior Dairy. Yeah. And because I hadn't been since I was a kid. And I was like, this place is like famous for the ice cream and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they give you, okay, what they're famous for is like if you order a small, it's like eight gallons of ice cream. Yeah, right? They give you huge. so much ice cream. Okay. Mm. The problem is, oh my gosh, it's not good ice cream. <laughs> and so like. I was trying to be a good sport about it. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. and my kids are like, what is this? You know, and even they like, didn't like it. No, they didn't like the ice cream. Wow. So then I had coworkers who um, were, we were in Hanford visiting a site one time and they're like, we heard about superior dairy. We need to go there. And I tried mm. to talk them down. I was like, yeah, uh, it might not be all you're expecting it to be. I would just, no, we have to try it. So of course we're driving back to, to Fresno and they have like these, cones with like eight scoops of ice cream on it just melting because it's so bad they don't want to eat it you know i think it's just like the only ice cream place in town so yeah. that's why it's so well, well known. i think it's 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 the landmark that's what it is right it and, and you go there and yeah it does look like it probably looked back in i don't know when is it 50s 60s yeah. or whenever i don't know when it opened up but anyway so you got that going for it but yeah you get there and it's like even the food you order i think we order food and then we got ice cream this was years ago too my wife and i and it was just eh, it's okay you, you know, know it is a cool i don't know if it's there though but it was one but we have a school there in hanford 
And there was a barbecue restaurant that had a radio station in the corner. Have you ever oh, been to wow. there? No, i never been there. It oh, sounds fascinating. It was a really that good barbecue restaurant. Cool. I wish I could remember the name. But yeah, right in the corner, there's a radio station. Now, I am looking up photos of what you get at Superior Dairy. Um, yeah, that's unreal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look the, at the these huge mountains gigantic. of ice cream. It's just like... Uh, it's like you get a, you know those buckets that you get when you're a kid in school that buy the really cheap ice cream, those big, like five gallon yeah, yeah, buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody handles. gets for parties and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's what they're serving you. Just a five gallon bucket of ice cream. That's insanity. So I think you're right. It's more the 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 shock value of just getting so much ice cream. So quantity does not make up for quality. Wow. Do they yeah. make their own ice cream? Is that their story? Well, it's, it's supposed to be from the dairy, right? Superior Dairy. I don't right? know. I, th- I thought well, it was actual dairy out there in Hanford. We could have not? had them on the show till Justin badmouthed them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they <laughs> I love to... superior dairy ice cream. <laughs> we, we, have like to, we have to contact him. We're going to have to have a, uh, uh, a face-off between Justin and superior dairy here. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd yeah. like to see that. Yeah. It's, it would be Justin versus a, uh, versus a five-gallon ice cream <laughs> tub. He's got to eat the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be fun. Just like Sonic ice cream. Sonic ice cream is bad too. Sonic, yeah, I, I don't no, eat the ice cream. Just, I don't think I've ever had ice yeah, cream from Sonic. It's not good. There's shakes, you know. There's, you put enough junk in them, it's okay. But it's just our ice well, cream, yeah. It's, it's any of those good. places, it's like even McDonald's. All those shakes. Oh, McDonald's all they are, is horrible ice cream. All, all, all they are is just like, oh, let's put a bunch of M and M's or Butterfinger in there. Yeah, yeah, it's not right? ice cream. Yeah, it's some sort of plastic mm-hmm. weird stuff that leaves a taste in your mouth. Doesn't melt. Synthetic. So where? What is your favorite ice cream? Uh, fast food, uh, Jack in the Box has pretty good okay. real ice cream shakes, mm. surprisingly enough. And um, if you're going like, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, the best milkshake I've had in a long time was from that place called Cravings. Oh, yeah? But that's like a hole in the wall, a one-off. Yeah, yeah, on Herndon. So uh, Bree just came home. That's my wife. She just brought back some, because we both can't have dairy. She brought something Ooh. back from Ampersand. Um, now I want to try then, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she brought back, I can't I can't say anything about their ice cream because I've never had their ice cream, but she brought back um, a, a uh, uh, what's it called? A sorbet, but it is a like mocha, uh, nut, oat milk sorbet sort of thing mm-hmm. and i took a bite right before i walked out here and it was really good so that was mm. exciting wow yeah, it tastes kind of like a like a mocha almond fudge type of thing oh i love that and it's yeah. non-dairy yeah it's non-dairy it's good because i quit dr- eat, drinking like cow milk and stuff yeah. like that because it's just yeah did you really and I, yeah and we switched my family switched over to almond milk because mm-hmm. mm. it lasts forever and it's better for you and the kids adapted quickly to it so we don't have like cow milk in the house at all yeah yeah. Yeah. So this is you'll have that have, have a lot of good uh, sorbets over there that are pretty. And what's it called again? Ampersand. Ampersand. Friend of the show. Friend yeah. of the show. Ampersand. Yes, they're out. Where, in Tower. where do they have? I know they have. Where are they at? Tower. Uh, they're in Tower District. Yeah. I know they're out the there Echo. too, off of uh, was it Marks and Herndon? I oh, think. that's their new location. Yeah, right? by Mad yeah. Duck. Okay. So, so your wife drove all the way to the Tower District to get you well, ice cream. Well, she actually went out there. It's my niece's birthday coming up. We went to go get her a gift, and that was uh-huh. near there. So she surprised oh, us with okay. some Ooh, uh, ice cream. What a nice, nice wife you have. Yes. That was nice. It was very, very nice. And doesn't she do the We Read? Because she's yeah. done some amazing We Read. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. yes. If you, have, if you uh, know her, you might know her voice from We Read. That's right. Yes. She did recently. Her and I did a um, one called Lean Lisa that Marty here said you guys should do. So we know what's funny, Marty. It's an interesting thing. Mm. I have. We're doing all of our uh, readings, Bree and I so far, from the complete works 
of the Grimm's brother, Grimm brothers, right? Okay. Um, and Lean Lisa is not in there. Oh, what? really? Because yeah. it's in my edition. Isn't that strange? So I had to look it up out from another mm. complete works to find it. And I was oh, like, that's uh, not very complete. this is not that yeah. complete. How many, how many different complete works are there? Yeah, so I thought that very complete. interesting. Yeah. Also, Brie did one where she sang. It was, uh, I forgot the name of it. Oh, Yorindel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And she sings and I go, my God, this woman's like multi-talented. Oh, yeah, she's a great yes. voice. Yeah, she's been singing for years. Yeah. So that's, yep. that was really cool. That was a good one. Um, Yor. Yorinder and Yorindel or yeah, something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone should give We Read a listen because it's well worth it. Yeah, and it's you just an go on any podcast app. You search up uh, We Read or We Read Grimm's Fairy Tales and it will pop right up there. And if you can't find that, just go to... Uh, Don't go to the website, though. Oh, our web, it'll be back up. <laughs> it'll be back up. <laughs> Inside joke, yeah. So I went to the website today uh, just to check some things out and all of a sudden it was like, what? It's gone. It's a yoga studio now. <laughs> So I guess he's doing some construction, some new construction. Yes. I was rebuilding the website. For the fans and, out there. And uh, at, that, at that moment, I had just switched themes to a uh, random theme that had said uh, the no talent or no focus yoga studios. You were messing with my mind. I mean, I'm looking at the address. I'm like, wait, did I get the web address wrong? I kept looking at it. I kept punching it in. I went to the, I went to the actual, uh, 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 the, the Instagram, right? right. And clicked on the to link. Make sure. It was, was the right like, link. Wait, what is going on here? Yeah. So, I'm just happy uh, I brought my yoga mat. There you are. You're yeah. set. Yeah. To be the, we're doing Bikram yoga in here. Cause it's nice and hot. Bikram. Is, is that the Bikram? Is I that, don't know. Isn't that what that, it's called? I Ashantanya or Dude, something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to call it Bikram yoga. Have any of you done Heck yoga? yoga. Yoga? I yeah. tried it once. I've tried it. It's I've hard, done. huh? It's miserable. Yes. It's hard. It hurts. Oh, yeah. Bikram is hot yoga. It burns out your shoulders. The, the hot yoga. I've never tried like that. It. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like doing the goat yoga. Oh, I want a goat. That'd yeah. be cool. Goat yoga. I want to do Bikram goat yoga. I've done kid yoga where one of your kids just comes and starts climbing on you in the middle of it. That's oh, nice. No, oh, it's yeah. not. Yeah. No, Bikram yoga. Hold that downward dog. Don't move. No I'm move. not sure I could get into it. What is this? Um, oh, my Bikram gosh. Bikram yoga, man. It's like people in the nude. Um, there you go. You just kind of like. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what's this guy doing? Get in your Speedo. Stand on women's backs in your Speedo and sweat on them is what this wow. looks like. That does not so, look healthy or good for wow. you. You know, this guy in the Speedo, this picture in this yoga pose here, it looks like the guy that Don described when they were swimming in the pool. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> He's got the ponytail and the yep. Speedo. So, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Bikram Yoga. Who is it, your buddy? Who is it, John? Is it, uh, James. James, yeah. So, James, we have to identify. Was that the guy? That's it. <laughs> we'll have to have James look at that picture. Oh, goodness. Uh, so, while we're waiting for uh, gubernatorial candidate Diego Martinez, you guys want to touch on, let's see here. Some topics. Look at huh? some of the topics. We talked about some local dairy. Um, you know, this is an interesting one. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, Fresno Fuego, right? Fuego mm -hmm. FC. The soccer is team right? making a pitch to buy the Celand Arena. Really? Yeah. Huh? What do you guys? What are your thoughts on that? I that, don't know. Uh, and they well, would just be like their home. Will they have as much trouble as they've had trying to buy the uh, Tower Theater? Probably. No, my, was the Fuego buying the Tower Theater? No, the Adventure Church. Oh, oh. <laughs> they should. Though, but. Yeah, it looks like they want to buy the Sound Arena, the Valdez Hall, and the parking lot. Yeah. Turn it into a soccer field? Do they have the that parking much? Lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah, is that the, is a lot of but money. But what are they trying to turn in? Is the field the parking lot? No, it looks like they're turning a parking lot into, into the soccer field. Yeah. Oh, so they're keeping the building. And so they're yeah. going to keep the building. They're, they're going to be, uh, they're saying they're going to be functions. They're going to continue in the, in the building, oh. uh, the sports functions there. And then they're going to do the whole, the other hall, they're going to turn it into like a little sports complex and have different things for the kids to do and stuff. You know? Oh, that actually sounds great. Yeah. Um, um, 
Because they have that big parking structure. Now, I guess, can that park, big parking structure I don't know. hold all those people? I don't hold know. everybody? Uh, what they really should do is turn the Valdez Hall into an indoor soccer field so we could actually ooh, enjoy going to the games, not in the heat and air conditioning. That's right. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's what I would do. Yeah. Um, now the, I don't know if they could hold that many people. I mean, they're, they're talking about, I wonder how many people this 7,500 seats. 7,500 seats, yeah. Oh, facilities for mixed so martial arts, wrestling, jujitsu, dance, yeah. yoga, spin, and other sports. Yeah. That's uh, at the Valdez Hall. They want to do that. Yeah. yeah that'd and then be the pretty Selling cool. Arena will continue with basketball and hockey. Um, and they're looking I mean, at concerts in there. So, I mean, that would be pretty cool to have a nice sports complex. That you would know? be. Would like, anybody go? <laughs> Uh no, <laughs> don't we well, have okay, don't we have a nice sports complex already? Well, not really complex, right, but just but in our sports s- venue. Yep. Soccer already. soccer is very popular in the valley. It soccer is. Think, people love soccer. Isn't that the only thing that was holding up the Grizzly Stadium? Yes, yeah, so it was selling out. I went to a couple games and yeah. they were sold out when they bring in like the Mexican yeah. teams in there. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, wow. and it's it's a crazy crowd. It's fun to watch because the crowd just is totally into it. Yeah, yeah. I even think that would keep me going. I mean, I, the only reason I don't go to a lot of sporting events is because the heat. It's outside mm. now. If it was indoor, I don't know would that change anybody's. Well, I guess that's not true because they also don't go to any basketball why, games. So, why couldn't or they volleyball do, games? Why couldn't they turn the sound arena? I mean, they do hockey and everything. You know, why can't they put a put fake grass and do a? That's not uh, big enough. A soccer pitch soccer. is huge. Yeah, a soccer pitch is huge. Yeah, it would yeah. be bigger than the the floor of the yeah. sound arena. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they couldn't do it. And Valdez Hall probably isn't big enough either. Yeah, no. they would have to make that an indoor complex complex and that's probably just way too expensive but you're right if anybody actually spent the money to do that you would get a lot more use out of it in fresno yeah it's pretty interesting i would love an indoor it's kind of the indoor water park i think indoor build indoor uh um things that are supposed to be outdoors built indoors be great in fresno yeah 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 in fact they have a place called ghost golf where you have like um miniature golf indoors it's out there by whitey's pet shop okay yeah you were talking about that um and so, have, you, have you been? I've been. It's nice, I'm assuming. Busy. It's nice because it's air conditioned. Yeah. And you get to do, you know, putt putt golf in, you know, a, a air conditioned facility on a warm day. Ghost golf, though. Because they have like, um, it it's like light? someone had a bunch of extra Halloween stuff. And so these animatronics would jump out at you every so often. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really kind of like dark neat. in there with black light and all that. Yeah. And, and they stuff. have a little thing where you could shoot, you know, little pop up zombies and stuff. Oh, okay. It's really kind of neat, but it's just, you know, my kids are, I took my daughter because she enjoyed it. My son's afraid of everything that's, you know, different. So I couldn't <laughs> take him. But they're still there. They've been there for a couple of years now. Okay, yeah, they're put in the old, it was the old Fresno Racket Time. Was it Fresno Racket Time? I think so. And also it was a paintball place before that. There's mm. a lot of things have been in there. Even back in the yeah. 70s, it was a disco. Oh, really? No kidding. Late 70s, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, crazy. Um, like, I know, I, I actually love... Uh, this is something you might not know about me. Yes. I love roller skating. Do you really? I did I not know that. indoor roller skating. Like, do you like the inline right. skates or no, the yeah. four skates? The inline? Yeah, the, the inline. Oh, nice. wait, 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 wait. No, no, the inline or the, or the, the four? Four. Two the classic front, four. The yeah, classic four. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, the only way you're talking roller town. Roller town. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm a big fan, so I love that. How good are you, though? I mean, I, I can go around in circles and stuff. I can go around <laughs> in circle without falling. Yeah, I okay. can do like when they play the games. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I haven't broken my head yet. You know, I okay. Like cracked my skull. I can't do the backwards. The best part is go as fast as you can and then stop yourself in the wall. Yes. Oh that's my fun. gosh, uh, that's cool. I no, love the best part is when you got cool. the best part when you got to double skate. 
Ooh. At Roller Towns, yeah. Yeah, you remember that? You, so like you, they would have the double skate, they'd play the romantic music, right. turn the lights down. And that girl yeah. you've been looking at all, you know, when you're a kid, that, you know, right. and by the not so nacho machine, you know, the whole day, and then you yeah, finally... share a red vine with double her. double skate with me? Yeah, every day, yeah. I never lucked out. No, they. Yeah. I never went. I don't think I ever went. Maybe one time. I think you went to Roller Town? No, I went there. I never did the double skating. Maybe one time. I finally yeah. got a girl one time, and then she ditched me right after because yeah. I couldn't skate very well. Yeah, yeah. What about I, think I fell down. Really good. Any of you ever? Any of you ever figure out how to skate backwards? No, but no. there are people who are great at that. Yeah, no, it's no, I hated that. I cannot do. I can't skate. Backwards I would go either. roll. I'd go there and skate and skate and skate, and then I'd ha- I'd, I'd be the same level. Right, right. At the, the whole time. And then you got like these little six-year-olds that would come in, and they would just be all over the place, backwards skating, jumping, doing all this. Right. Oh, man, it's frustrating. It's a great workout. Every yep. time I go there, I think to myself, because you're lifting those heavy skates up constantly. I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm going to get out of here and have abs of steel. Like I've been skating for an hour. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Shredded thighs. Yeah, yeah, just like, but the problem is I've been skating while double fisting red vines and popcorn. <laughs> so it's just not, it doesn't work. Hey, did, uh, do you go right now? I mean, is there a place open right now that... Uh, uh, last time I went was uh, before COVID, Roller Town. Uh, Cal State. Cal called Cal State. Cal State. Where are they located? Recently, man. I haven't been since like the uh, yeah. late 70s. Yeah, I'm talking the, the one 70s, on Sunnyside. It's the same early one. 80s. It's the same old one off of there. Off, is it off of Sunnyside, oh, wow. I think? Clovis? Oh, okay. Sure. A peach, maybe. They used to have one 99, and it's down there by that old Hacienda, Clinton, right? 99 right. and Clinton was Roller. Yeah. That's the one I went to. I yeah. used to go to the one over there on, um, I think, Shields... Cedar and Shield, somewhere around there. Oh, okay, yeah. It's That's, it's it's torn down now, or it's some other building. But it's yeah. I had many no. place to go. You know, many it's not birthday even parties called Cal there. Skate anymore. It's called uh, United Skates of America. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a great name. That United great. Skates of America, friends of the show. Yeah, I, I'm all about this place, man. What about can, ice skating? Oh. You guys, ice skate. I never tried I it. Have don't like it. I have a it's pretty fun. I have a pretty solid story about ice skating. That's I right. was excited to go ice skating a couple. I was actually probably eight years ago. It's all excited because I used to live out off of uh, McKinley in 99 area. And the ice rink wasn't too far. So I was like, no, I'm going to get and go ice skating. And I was all excited. And so I got all ready and I went down there and um, it was open. It was the, you know, there's certain hours that are open for everybody. So it was open for everybody. The problem was, though, um, even though it's open for everybody, I showed up when a bunch of like, I'm assuming maybe future Olympians what? were ice skating, you know, like, uh, and hockey teams. And they were just <laughs> amazing and just so angry at me. Cause I was like trying to learn how uh-oh, to ice skate uh-oh. and I'm like, this was the open, you know, it was like open hour You're the newbie. and all these a-holes were like zipping past me trying Body to get out of my way. Yeah. And I was just like, Look this place jerk. sucks, man. So I literally left like 15 minutes after I showed up. Oh, no. <laughs> Doesn't Alex have that an ice so skating sad. story where she got injured like in fourth grade? She busted her chin open. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had, to go to the, I had to go to the, uh, that was the first time I saw somebody get stitches, I think. Oh, really? I remember thinking, like, shouting at Alex. Like, now, was it, did she hit her chin on, on the ice or did a, I feel like a blade cut her chin or no, something I think crazy. she hit her chin on the ice oh, my and gosh. split it open, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm always worried about with the ice skates, like that blade, like, chop off some fingers mm-hmm. or something, you know? Yeah. That lo- sounds dangerous, actually, really. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It does. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds too dangerous for me. All oh. right. Oh, here we go. We got a guest. We All have right. a guest with us today. Can everyone act like an adult. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing well. I'm going to flip on our camera here so you can see the crew. Here you are. I am, so you know, I am over here. Nice to see you. But I will be uh, I will be uh, monitoring the board, so those are the guys. Hello, hello. Hey there, how you doing? 
Good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming on today. So Yeah, sorry about that. Took me a little bit. I'm out here in uh, Whittier at a uh, recall Gascon rally. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Uh, my Actually, Don here on the show, he lived out there near Whittier in Whittier for a while. Yeah, I went to a Biola, so pretty close down there to, to Whittier, La Mirada. Yeah. Now, you have I'm a... Pretty close. Yeah. I just don't know my way around. I'm from up north. I'm about eight hours from home. <laughs> oh, okay. Where are you from? Sonora, California. Sonora. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Place. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm Eric, by the way. This Marty. is Marty, and that's Don. Don. Yep. And then uh, the guy in the back here, that's Max. Uh, so, nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Nice yeah. meeting you. Thank you for joining us. You know, I I know you probably have a lot going on, so I, I wanted to first just start off by uh, if you could tell us a little bit about kind of yourself, why you're running. I um, I'm looking at your at your page. Read a little bit about you. Um, you were born in in Uruguay. Is that correct? Yes. That's awesome. And when did, how how old were you when you came here? Uh, six years old when I came here. Okay. So in today's market, you'd call me a dreamer. Gotcha. <laughs> Absolutely. And you have a really diverse background. Can you fill us in a little bit about some of the things that you've done in your life? Well, you know what? Coming from another country to the United States, it really gives you that sense of pride once you become a U.S. citizen. And the reason that is is because you get an opportunity to be anybody you want to be. So I come from South America. It's called Uruguay. We came here with my mom. She raised five of us on a, on a waitress salary. Mm. Wow. So we weren't getting handouts. We weren't getting uh, welfare. We weren't getting any of that. Back then, you came here and you had to work for what you got. So my mom had to raise five of us. I was about maybe 10, 11 years old. You know, everybody gets a paper out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those were dreaded because half the people didn't pay you half the time. <laughs> so you didn't make as much as you thought you were making, but you had a job. At about 14, I started uh, being a dishwasher, a busboy. I became a line cook, became a head cook. And then I went and worked at a lumber mill. I was a water truck driver, equipment operator. And a little bit after that, about eight years after that, I went and uh, became a car salesman. I worked my way up to the auto industry. I went from selling cars to being the general manager to helping dealerships that were failing recover and come back in the positive. So we were taking failing uh, dealerships and turning them around, making them profitable. Oh, wow. Got tired of the corporate America and uh, started a bail bonds company and became a fugitive recovery bail bond agent about six years ago. Funny, I'm in a small town called Calaveras County, which is in San Andreas. And I got told, six months, you'll be out of business. Well, it's been six years. Hmm. So if you look at California, we run California like a business, we'll be profitable. Unfortunately, right now, we're running California like a welfare state. Everybody That's gets true. free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I like, you know, you have a lot of great points on your site. One of the things that I, I thought was really interesting, a lot of people running for um, office don't talk about their um, stance on an adoption. You have an area that says you're pro-adoption, and I thought that was really cool. So I'm actually, I'm part of a church, and our, our big mission is actually helping with adoption. So we have a big adoption group um, in our church. So I thought that was a really interesting um, a point to be made on there. Well, you know, everybody talks about being pro-life, right? Mm-hmm. We all love God. We say we're pro-life. Okay. What happens with the kids after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good point. No, nobody ever takes it to the next level. I am a fortunate person. I got to adopt my 18-year-old daughter. She's a beautiful young lady, and I'm thankful every day 
that I got to adopt her because she turned out to be a good young lady. Imagine if she would have gone into foster care or where somebody didn't care about her. She probably would have been through the system, probably would have been raped, probably would not have food, probably who knows what she'd be doing now. Right. So we all want to sit here and preach in the high horse. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. Well, what are you doing about it? Yeah. Are you adopting? Are you a foster parent? Are you helping these kids to get thrown in a system because their parents didn't want them? So we have to take action. We can't just keep talking about I'm pro this, I'm pro that. And those are catch lines if, if you're a Republican. But you got to truly mean what you're talking about and you have to have a plan in motion. So we have to streamline the adoption system a little bit to make it a little bit easier for common people and not so expensive for common people to actually be able to afford to adopt somebody and give them a good home and love them. Yeah, so yeah. what is that? What are some of the things? I, I know that adoption is a very expensive process. I know so many great people who um, it's just been such a burden trying to adopt somebody for people who need help. So what, what are some of those, um, I guess, red tape that, you're, that you would be able to, I guess, what red tape can uh, the governor, what are you able to get rid of? Well, I think that it's not just the governor. I think it's Californians. Okay. So we got to stop talking about that because I'm not changing anything without the California people saying, yeah, that's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Because this isn't about Diego Martinez. This is about the California taxpayer and the California people. And if you think that anything that the governor's going to do, we have that guy right now. He doesn't listen to anybody. We all voted for the death penalty. He took it off the table. So you can't really say what, what I do. What I'm going to do is work with legislature and the adopting agencies to see how we can make it affordable for a common person to actually be able to adopt. Because there's a lot of good parents out there that have a reason why they haven't been able to have a child. One of their bodies doesn't work. Medical conditions. Maybe they have some kind of medical condition in their family that they don't want to pass down. Mm -hmm. And we need to give these people an opportunity to be able to take some of these kids that nobody wants. And the cost is just outrageous what they charge you to adopt a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they're worried more about their money than the child having a good home. I'd rather have parents that make decent money, can afford the child and not be rich and don't charge them an arm and a leg. But, you know, the kids going to a good home. Yeah. In a loving home. That's more important to me. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I love that. I also, I'm looking at your site as well. Some other points you have on here. Uh, you talk about how you're against defunding the police. I just saw, it's an article that I saw come out uh, this morning from the Daily Mail, which was about refunding the police, how all of these cities are, are reversing cuts because um, because crime has just skyrocketed in, uh, yeah. in New York and Baltimore and LA. So now they are reversing what their stances were, which I think is pretty... Um, I don't want to say comical because of the crime, but I guess kind of comical because it's like, uh, well, of course, that's why we yeah, have police. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not there, there's more crime. Right. I mean, kind of simple equation. So, I'm going to make you laugh because you just talked about that, right? Yeah. I'm sitting right outside the police station. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. So uh, when I talk about defund, uh, not defunding the police, but funding the police has been my thing. The, our police officers don't make enough money. They don't have no respect from the public. And you can't take a trained officer, put them at home, and say a social worker is going to do the job. Mm. That's our mm. first mistake. You're going to put a social worker, mental health worker in a lot of danger by having them go take care of a criminal. Right? Mm. Right. My idea is we recruit the right people to be police officers. We actually go 
we give them more money so they could actually pay a good salary. So we get people who graduated from mental health, from social services. They become police officers. Now you got the best of both worlds. You got a trained police officer that's also trained in mental health and social services. So then the police departments have the people that they need to be able to go to every call. But I also believe in accountability from the top all the way to the bottom. That's from the governor to the janitor in between to the sheriff, to the deputy sheriffs to the chief of police, to every police officer. They got to be accountable for their behavior. But so do our citizens. And if you break the law, you're going to jail. We're going to get away from Prop 47. So minor offenses, you're still going to jail. No more sight and release. Break the law, it's time for you to go to jail. Law and order. You spit at a police officer, that's an assault. You're going to jail. We have got to bring respect back to our police officers, and we have got to get some boots on the ground. Our police officers need to be able to be safe and be able to walk neighborhoods and get in communities and get familiar with the community so we can serve and protect them better because that's what we're lacking. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the problem, too, with police uh, right now is they're kind of really caught in in the middle in in a very hard place because especially with the political climate out there, they really don't know what to do. You know, I mean, it's it's really hard for them to do anything anymore uh, to do their job, really, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's actually very simple what they need to do. They need to go to their unions. They need to say you need to look at Diego Martinez for governor because he has our back. (laughs) He's our rights and he's going to stand behind us he's not going to mess with cal purge but he's going to pay back what the state of california has stolen from cal purge so we have a retirement so it's not that difficult go out tell your unions to vote for diego martinez for governor a guy who actually cares because i work with you guys i'm a bounty hunter so i go in homes i understand what it's like to chase somebody i'm not some pencil pusher up in uh sacramento who doesn't have a clue what these guys deal with every day yeah now uh, no, I was going to say, uh, you, you mentioned being a bounty hunter. I, I was just kind of curious, what, what got you in that line of work? What started you uh, to become a bail bondsman bounty hunter? You know what? My older brother has a company, a bail bonds company. Um, I got tired of the corporate America, and one day I, I quit my job. And I called him. I'm like, hey, what's your job like? He said, well, I work for myself. I said, well, that's great. What's your job like? So I said, how about if I spend a week with you and see what your job's about? So I went down, spent a week with my brother. He helped me get my license. He helped me go through the schooling. And it was kind of like selling cars. Mm. How much money down today? How much a month? Kind of like the same concept. It was kind of like the same people. I used to deal with a lot of back credit people, which are criminals kind of in a sense, just in a different realm. But one thing I learned in the car business is you you treat everybody with respect, no matter of what they've done. So I've carried that over into my bail bonds company. We teach everybody, we treat everybody 100% with respect. They're human beings. And as long as you treat people with respect, they respect you back. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. As you know, like Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor too. And her, what first thing she's going to do is start a lot of committees. But what, what is the first thing you want to do? If you become governor, what's the first thing, what's your number one priority as governor? Are you guys ready for this? Yes, I am. Okay, do you know who the Secretary of State is? Yes. Who? Max knows. He knows everything. <laughs> I, I know I know everything. Uh, Secretary of State. I bet you it's a friend of Gavin Newsom's. California, I bet you. California, Probably. California Secretary of State. Good question. Is it, um, I don't know. I actually don't know who it is. Okay, we don't know. Okay, we're, we're, we're you got us. That's good. We'll come back to that one here in a minute. Do you guys know who the Attorney General is right now of the state of California? Attorney Dorman knows. Wasn't wasn't it Becerra? <laughs> but, but, 
Is it Bonta? Uh, it's Bonta. He's out of San Jose. He's a leftist. Really bad. Okay. Your state is Warren. Oh, yeah. Or, Warren, yeah. Uh, uh, Weber. She comes out of San, uh, San Diego. Why are those two names so important? Tell us. Okay. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> they both got elected. They both got put in place, no election, by Gavin Newsom. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so yeah, it goes to what I said, yeah. Both friends of Newsom there. Okay, so what does that mean? If they weren't elected by the California people, they work at the will of? They work for Gavin Newsom. Right. So they're just yes-men for Gavin Newsom. So what happens if Gavin Newsom loses his job? They're gone. Exactly. So what's the one thing the Republicans always say that we're getting cheated at? Let's talk about last election. What's the one thing everybody said? Votes. Voter fraud, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who controls voter fraud in the state of California? Secretary of State. There we go. First thing I'm going to do, take my oath, tell California to go back to work, get rid of the mask mandate, open up your business. Stop by HR, pick up the Secretary of State's check, pick up the District Attorney, uh, I mean, Attorney General's check, fire both of them. We're going to have a fire drill within five minutes. Wow. We're going to voter fraud by 2022, and then Attorney General is going to prosecute the district attorneys like Gaston, who aren't prosecuting people who are breaking the law in their district. Not only that, he is going to make the law that you have to have voter ID by 2022 to vote in the state of California. No, so that's like that's a good Ooh. that's something that I'd like to talk to you about if you have a few minutes. Is uh, so voter ID that's a big one. A lot of people are upset about that. I am. I'm wondering what your what your thoughts are on um, voter ID, especially. And I'm, I'm asking this you coming from um, from a Uruguay as well. You do you have a unique insight on that? Because my our father came from uh, from Lebanon and. Um, a lot of people will say, like, you know, in arguments, oh, you don't know because, you know, you were born here or these different things. But my father was also a big proponent of voter ID. Um, and so do a lot of people who work for our company as well, who are from Mexico and other countries. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Well, here's the first one. We're going to go a little further than just voter ID. OK, because you get an ID over at DMV. You register to vote at DMV. Nobody checks if you're a U.S. citizen or not. So. In a, in a Diego Martinez administration, 2022 election, for you to vote, you need to go to a voting poll, no more mail-in ballots unless you're an absentee voter. This is what you need to vote. And if you tell me I'm racist, that's fine. You can call me racist. Don't go buy a beer today because they're going to ask you for ID too. They're racist too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So voting is the most precious thing that you have a United States citizen, and we treat it the worst. Mm-hmm. That is the one biggest right about being a U.S. citizen and why I wanted to become a U.S. citizen so my voice could be heard. Okay, so to go vote, you're going to need your birth certificate or your passport and your ID. I want to know that you're a United States citizen to vote. Otherwise, you don't need to vote. Is that simple? Mm -hmm. You want to vote, become a U.S. citizen and earn the right to vote. Not anybody could just vote. That's why voter ID Birth certificates, passports are so important. And if you're like me, you have a certificate that says you're a U.S. citizen, you take that in. You take a copy of it to go vote. If you want to do an absentee vote, I need a copy of your birth certificate, your driver's license, and a recent bill to know that you're still alive. Yeah. And then you can vote. Otherwise, I'm not sending out the ballots. You know what? This is our livelihood. This is our government. And we're not taking care of it, but to go buy a beer... You need ID to go to the bank and get your own money out. You need ID to go buy cigarettes. 
You need ID. Shoot. You need ID just to get on a plane. But you don't need ID to vote? Come on. Let's keep it real. Let's make what's fair is fair here. And if you're illegal right now and you want to vote for somebody who's going to make a difference, vote for Diego Martinez because both parties failed us and both parties failed you. I'm not going to give you anything free. I'm going to give you a free opportunity to get a four-year work permit in the state of California so you can pay taxes like the rest of us. That's what I can guarantee you that you're getting. But that's better than getting free insurance, free money, and getting a bullseye saying that you're here to be maintained. Because no immigrant comes here to be supported. We come here to support our families and have a better future with some pride. And the government that we have right now has taken our pride away and our ability to show some self-respect. Mm. Yeah. Now, now you nice. mentioned you mentioned the parties too. Do you do you uh, really go along with with either party or are you an independent or or what what or or you just don't want to you know go with anybody? I'm a California Republican. Okay. But I'm a Republican. That doesn't mean I'm a GOP, and that doesn't mean I agree with what the Republican Party's doing. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with what either party's doing. Because here, let me show you guys an example. Who was standing at City Hall fighting for them to open our business? I didn't see no councilman from either side. I didn't mm. see no assemblyman. I didn't see no congressman. I didn't see anybody but the California hardworking people. And I saw Democrats. I saw Republicans. I saw Libertarians. We unite as Californians that we can have a better future. Yeah. Now, like, I think that's what we need. Somebody that can bring us all together, no matter what, what right. your views are, what side you're on. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I like about Diego is he never put out, wanted to be a politician. He's just getting into it because I guess you're kind of fed up with all of it. How can you not be? If you're a business owner, you got shut down. I had to lay off 10 people that didn't deserve to be laid off because of a flu. Yeah. How many people lost their businesses? Enough's enough. And you know what people tell me? You're not a politician. How can you do this? I said, look, you have career politicians. That's why we're in the mess that we're in. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. Get mm -hmm. business people to run California like a business. We're going to lower our taxes. We're going to deregulate California so we get competitive with Arizona, Nevada, Utah. We're done losing our jobs going to another state. It's time for them to lose their job and get California people back to work. Yeah, Amen. You, you know, and I, I also heard you. Well, I also heard you mention too. Um, you know, because a lot of people will say, right? Okay, so if you get in there, what are you going to do against against all the other politicians? Right? I mean, you've got the assembly in there and all those guys. And and I thought it was very interesting. You were saying that basically you were going to start uh, campaigning to bring people in, right? Uh, is basically, do. yeah. If you're a successful business owner, and you know the guy next door has a hell of a painter and you're losing jobs because he's a better painter than your painter, what are you going to do? You're going to go out and you're going to recruit the right painter to come over here and do a better job. So why is it that Republicans cannot unite and go help another candidate, go help them fundraise, go help them uh, get out there and campaign, go put their name out, go stand behind them and support them? Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to go build a team. Now, here's my team. I don't want to split one party over the other. I want to have fair representation for everybody in California. I don't want to control the assembly. I don't want no gifts or takes. I want people to communicate and feel they are represented by the people that they hired. And that's what we're not getting right now. You have 18 Republicans and 34 Democrats. You're never going to win a battle in there. But if I go out and do my job and we can uh, have the house in the middle, fair representation for both sides, we can sit down and talk. We can put this on video and the California people will vote on every bill that's coming out before I sign one. 
because mm. my job is to watch what's best for the California people, not what's best for my party, not what's best for Diego Martinez. Because my special interest group is a California taxpayer. I don't care what party you're from. If you're a California taxpayer, you're my number one concern, and that's it. I am not for sale. Yeah. I, that, you know, you brought up another point. You're, you're talking about transparency. I, I heard you talk about that also, how you would like to, to, uh, for it to be more transparent for uh, Californians to actually see what's going on, right, and know what they're voting on, because that's a very confusing issue sometimes, the way they write these things, you know, when you go to vote. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that the laws always say, better education, we're number 48, uh, better uh, safety, we're defunding the police, better roads, there's potholes everywhere. So they use the key words to try to get you to vote yes, and then they <laughs> you over because nothing happens. Yeah. Gas tax. Our roads are crappy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have more. We pay tax, more in yeah. taxes than anybody else for gas. But we do gas here in California. We have our own refineries, and Arizona's paying less for, per gallon than we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a joke, and our politicians are just like that. They're jokes. They need to get the hell out of office and let the real people take over. So, Diego, You know, you had a president say, the people... We the people, the government. No, Joe Biden, we the people control the government. You got to screw loose like a Studebaker. I got to set a uh, focus factor for you. I'm going to send to you. I just want to make sure I got your address right. 1600 Pennsylvania, right? It's on its way for you because you need it. I, I have a question for you. A um, couple questions. One is, how do you, how do you, because just like you brought up, I feel like they'll say one thing and they mean exactly the opposite, right? Like we need to fix our roads. We have the worst roads. Um, one thing that's we where we live in the Central Valley, we live right by the foothills of Sierra Nevadas. And last year we had a huge creek fire. And every summer now for the past five summers or so, fire, fire, fire. And every time I turn around and look, they're still fighting. Like the thing that, that we know how to control forests and manage forests. It's not like a great mystery. But it's being fought against, like, you know, and, and I, um, you know, go in, clear out the dead trees, clear out the brush, manage the forests, you know, but it's being, you know, the environmentalists are fighting against that, you know, as, as if they just want more fires. So how do you fight against people who just don't seem to understand logic? Like, <laughs> what do you do? Very careful. Where do you guys live in the Central Valley? We're in Fresno, Clovis area. Okay. So I used to work over at Hanford. Oh, wow. Keller Motors out there, uh, Hanford Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Yeah. So I know exactly yeah. where you guys are at. Um, okay, so let's start with forest fires. First of all, remember I said I worked at a lumber mill? Yeah. And there was a spotted owl spotted, and we lost our jobs? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing you need to do is reopen uh, forest management with the lumber industry. You need to bring more lumber companies back into California, not just Red Emerson for Sierra Pacific. And he's done a great job, but he does it in private land. That's why he's been able to stay afloat in California. Mm -hmm. So we deregulate the logging rights. We thin out our forests. I don't care what the environment said because the environments don't know what they're talking about because mm -hmm. apparently our houses are being burned down mm -hmm. because we're not touching the forest. So we need to go in there and do actually forest maintenance, which means we need to get logging companies back in there cutting roads and uh, getting the dead lumber out of the ground because there's thousands of thousands of dollars on the ground. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what an environment has to say. We did it their way. It didn't work. It's time to do it the right way. And that's how you do it. So other than voting for you because i love everything you say other than voting for you how can people help your campaign buddy that's about the most important question you asked today <laughs> uh, i've been self-funding this since 2020 march 2020 when i decided to do this i need some help financially 
uh, Diego Martinez for governor.com. Uh, go to the bottom of the page, donate, even if it's $5. If I could get the 100,000 followers that I have on, on social media just to donate $5, I can be competitive and I can put some uh, commercials on television. These podcasts, I love them. I love your audience. I thank for being on them. But if I could put three commercials on Fox News, on A&E, I could reach 30 to 40,000 people in 30 seconds mm. instead of driving across California. Like I drove from Sonora to uh, La, uh, La Habra this mm. morning, and I'm going to drive back today. Mm. So wow. I'm on the road 16, 18 hours a day, and I'm touching 40, 50 people. If I could help, if I could get some help for some, uh, for some TV commercials, that will go a lot further than the gas money I got to go from one place to another. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah. What it means is that that will help our campaign and get notarized and get people to know who we are. Because right now, all they're hearing is about three competitors. They're not hearing about everybody who's running because I don't have the deep pockets yet. But we're fundraising. We're trying to get the money. Uh, June 12th, I'm going to be out your guys' way over in Bakersfield. We're going to mm -hmm. have a block party. I'm going to give you guys all the information where you guys could come out and join us and meet me in person, even broadcast from there if you guys want, and show everybody what I'm about. I'm just a normal blue-collar worker just like everybody else, and I've worked for everything I've got, and I'm fighting for the California people because I believe in California. Nice. Well said, Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if you don't mind sending us that info, that would be great. Um, love to check out your uh, – you in Bakersfield. Yeah, because um, seriously, instead of buying like a Starbucks coffee, you, right. the, you skip it that day, donate toward Diego, because Diego is like just an everyman who's just fed up and he sees a lot of the problems that's going mm -hmm. on in California and he wants to fix it. You know, right. he doesn't want to be a career politician like a lot of these guys, but he wants to fix the problems that are going on. So do yeah. that. Donate to his cause. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I, I assume right now you pretty much put your life on hold to do this, right? To run for governor? I'm still working. Really? I had to lay off anybody who was working with me. So when I get a bail call, I got to run back up to the jail and bail wow. somebody out. I'm up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I got to work. Wow. You know, I'm wow. not financially rich anymore. I got to work. Do you have a family? Wife and kids or? What's that? Oh, I said, are, do you have a, do you have a, are you married? Wife and kids? That's a burden. No, unfortunately I'm not married. Okay. You know, I have uh, four kids, five technically, because I have a stepdaughter. I still consider my kid. And, uh, you know, uh, life takes a toll when you run for office yeah, I bet. and being in the car business, everything that I've done really took a toll on my marriages. So I have, uh, my time right now to dedicate to the campaign and the California people, which is probably a better place to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, we I know it, it takes a lot yeah, to do that. And especially if you're still working, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That truly is amazing. And you're actually doing something. You're not just, you know, one, one of uh, the people were, you know, all just talking about it, you know, around the uh, water cooler, you're actually out there trying to do something and change things. So thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. I know we're going to let you go in one second. I wanted to ask one more question because it's something we've talked about on this, sh on this show a lot. And it's about the homeless. Um, Ooh, and, yeah. and that's, it's all over California. We've seen it in the last f three to four years in Fresno. It used to be isolated here, there, you know, downtown. And now there's just encampments all over the freeways, all parts of town. It seems like no matter where you go. Um, and on your, your site, you talk about, you know, um, having a, a solution to the homeless problem that, you know, maybe, and we've, we've, we've thrown around some ideas on this show, but I'd like to hear what you, uh, have to say about that, uh, about how to um, tackle the homeless solution. Well, the homeless solution is a California problem, so it's time we put some real California solutions to it. Stop going county or citywide. 
We're going to get a, a work team together in California. And we're going to do it. We're going to actually stop the stealing of the money that's supposed to be helped for the homeless. And we're actually going to use it for the homeless. California is one of the richest states around. But the biggest problem with California is 70 percent of our homeless people have mental health problems. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They need the mental health institutions to be reopened and they need to be put in there and get the help that they need. I got 90 days to start before I have to fight the Supreme Court. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it to the Supreme Court. But for the, for the first 90 days, we're going to put people in there with SB uh, 640 that's sitting in Gavin Newsom's desk that he won't sign. So we'll have 70 percent of the homeless people put back into mental health problem uh, institutions that they need the help. We're going to get them back on their feet to become productive members of society. The other 30 percent, if you guys look around Fresno, how many warehouses, how many old military bases are sitting there vacant that the county, the city or the state owns? We're going to turn those into uh, housing for the homeless, but it's not free. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to understand this. Nothing is free in this world. OK, we're going to give the homeless a trade school to go to carpenter, tile setter, painter. They're going to help us build their houses. Not only are they going to help us build our housing for them, but we're also going to have rehab centers at those facilities so that they get the help that they need. They're going to have a counselor. They're going to have uh, drug and alcohol rehab centers right there because I want everybody to be able to work. I want everybody to be clean and I want to give them the opportunity to be productive members of society. That's all it takes. And it's not going to take a penny more than what we're already spending. Just think about it. The, the old mayor of San Diego spent $93 million on a hotel and did absolutely nothing. Wow. $93 million will run five years on mental health. Mm. And we can help 70% of the homeless. Yeah. What's a better plan? Right. Yeah, yeah, wow. for sure. Now, there's one more thing that's dear to all of us that live in the Central Valley that I got to touch. Yeah. Okay, that everybody's scared of doing. Water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Central Valley, our farmers need their damn water. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump came and signed the affirmative that gave up the uh, federal rights to the water of dumping it in the ocean. Gavin Newsom hasn't signed it. I'm going to sign it within three minutes of being in office after I fired the Secretary of State and the Attorney General. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to sign that so that uh, we could get water in the Central Valley. I'm going to take the money from the train to nowhere and I'm going to put that project <laughs> in stock. And I'm going to take and build infrastructure for our dams. In our reservoirs, I'm going to reopen and work with the companies that had the salvation plants down here in San Diego. We're going to reopen them. We're going to have a reservoir that's going to hold three years worth of water for California. Our assets of water, we're going to sell to Arizona and Nevada with the pipeline that they're going to employ California people. Mm -hmm. Simple Diego. plan. Wow. Yeah, that's a great plan. I, I love you. I think you're, you're exactly what California <laughs> needs right now. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Diego, I appreciate it. You uh, you really sound like somebody who who believes in people um, and believes that people are strong enough to help themselves and that we as a state can come together and uh, and really grow. So I, I really appreciate that. And um, your your background seems like a man. You, you seem like somebody who really cares and works hard. So I appreciate that as well. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Guys, it was a pleasure being on the show with you. And thank you just for having me on. This is a great help to my campaign and getting my message out. Thank you guys. I yeah, we will share it. Humbly, yeah. uh, appreciate right. it. And when I get into office, you guys want an interview anytime you guys nice. are more than welcome. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> I'll vote for you just for that. Yeah. yeah. We'll take you up on that. <laughs> uh, thank All you right. very much. God Thanks, Diego. Yeah. We appreciate you. your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. God bless you, man. Thank you guys. Have a good one. All right, you too. Man, I love him. He's so passionate. That's what I love about so him. So much passion. The passion. That was just, great. And he's got and he's got a plan. That's the thing. Yeah. He's got he's actually thought this he stuff has through. Yeah. It's, not like, it's not like Jenner saying, yeah. Oh, well, I'm gonna put committees together because they know more than I no, do. I like nothing what he said about money. now you can exactly what you guys were just saying. 
every issue we brought up, mm-hmm. he wasn't just like spitballing sound something that sounds sound good. bites. Yeah, he like politicians where he doesn't right, answer. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. He was actually answering and giving us specific detailed answers on on solutions, mm-hmm. um, which is more than I can say for for a lot of politicians that I've heard. And I wasn't. Ex- I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't know? either. I wasn't. Uh, I don't wow. expect that from any politician. But he's so. polished, and uh, I hope he gets a real chance. And I I do. I, I'm gonna put. We'll, we'll link his information to our show. Yes. And um, and I encourage you, you know, if you like what you heard, donate to us. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Give, yeah definitely give the guys donating. a few bucks. Like like Marty said, uh, skip the Starbucks, yeah, you know, for a, a, a couple of days and give him something because... Give him some money. Yeah, yeah. He's doing it's this hard. all on his own and that's expensive yeah. as heck. And, and it's hard to fight those, you know, like the Jenner and they're going to get all the press and all the, you know, and they have and, the money and it, yeah. it is hard to campaign against And I think that's really that. important. We always, everybody's always asking for change. We always want change. We always want something real. We want something that's yeah. going to fix the problems. Yet we always vote for the same people, right? Not the exact same person, but the same groups of people, same the politicians yeah. who are all together, who all believe in the same thing, who all either are, or they're either Hollywood who believe in the same thing as well. The, the, Giving somebody a chance as a real person, like one of us, yeah. who just worked his butt off and wants to see change. The thing, you know what? if you look back and, watch, and look at, if you know anything about history, the early founding fathers and the people that, Ran, you know, were the original politicians. They were right. never career politicians. They weren't supposed yeah. to. They didn't want to. It was like a yeah. burden for John Adams to like mm-hmm. leave his yeah. farm and go. And, I, I and watched serve Hamilton. The I know their yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I saw the musical. And it was never a plan of like to make a career and to be rich because you're. A it, it, wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be. No, you're supposed to serve your you country, just go, serve exactly. your constituents, serve your time, and then you go back you go, to your you farm, go back to your land. They would go back. literally travel by like carriage and yeah. horseback days. For, Oh, m- like weeks, yeah. multiple weeks, weeks to get to where they needed to go to spend wow. two weeks in Congress yeah, to- and then spend weeks coming back. Yeah. It's like insane. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I like what I heard from from Diego and um, he sounds like a smart guy. I like what he said about running California like a business. Now, Stu and I work for a company that is an education and that's mm-hmm. what they preach too. They're like, Hey, we, we run it like a business because mm-hmm. if we do that, we're going to be successful mm-hmm. yeah. because if we're making money, then we're helping students, we're helping teachers and, and we can do good things. If we run it like a school, like a government school, mm-hmm. I mean, unified school districts are always losing money. They're, they're, they they're always red. need more yeah, money. Need There's more always money. problems. Yeah. Every time we vote it, we're voting on, on, tax money to give the schools again right you know? and, and if our company did that you know we would just shut down you know so it's like i like what he said like run california as if it's as if it's a company because that's going to guide your decisions going to help you make better decisions right. make for a better state you know? and i find it interesting i know a lot of times you'll bring up you know run it like a business and people there's like a negative connotation to that for some reason when you when you really think about it though Anything successful is run like a business, right? Successful marriages are run like a business. Exactly. Very true. Very true. Anything successful is run like a business, right? Um, And that's because a successful business is run like a good relationship, right? So it's that's that's because, you know, it's the inverse. It makes sense. So things that aren't run like a business are just run like on dreams, hopes and dreams, if you will. And what I also hope for. Never works that well. What I also hope for him, I think he did a good job of speaking to it like, He's a Republican, but he's he's not like, you know, he's interested in helping all Californians, right? right? Which is what all 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 politicians say, but 
in this day and age, it seems like you you just you're so we're so divided, so well, partisan. He, you know, he even yeah. mentioned up there, you know, at, at, at in the state capital. I mean, he wants a, a basically an equal of 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 all. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want just all Democrats or all Republicans. Right. All the Republicans need to get in there and take power. No, it's like I, I want representation from everybody. I want to hear mm-hmm. everybody's ideas. You know, and and come together on something. You know, which is yeah. Yeah, it's and, also like he's worked hard his entire life. Imagine how hard he would work if he becomes governor. Because yeah. he's just not going to sit back like a pampered rich kid like no. some of our other no, governors. Just, he's going to get in there, and he's going to roll up his sleeves, and he's just going to whoop ass. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I felt like an idiot when he asked us who the Secretary of State was. I know, and I said, like, yeah. And I go, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know well, there was going to be a test. Well, you know why we don't know, though? Because they don't do anything good you know i just know that i just know everybody in office is doing something bad well here here's you know what max and it goes back to what you were saying earlier and i was going to make a comment on that you know you're talking about uh, the politics and all that i i think that with politics people just turn tune out and turn off and i think it's been it's been the way it's been for a while but you were you're going back listen people if you want things to change it's kind of went back to what you're saying a little bit earlier you know do we're going to get the government we deserve ultimately oh, yeah. if we don't step yeah, up and, yeah. and if we don't mm-hmm. step up and if we don't take action and we get the same it's the government we deserve so we right. can't really complain and educate yourself because he made a good point about the fires we've tried it one way already like for the last the, 30 40 years yeah. we've yeah. done it the yeah. one way and it's led yeah. to this you know well, the yeah. tree huggers have caused yes. the fires we're having there's a brand new fire out there too yeah so yeah i mean if you guys like what you heard out there, you know, and and definitely you know support him, uh, and and let's see if we can really get something going here. Yeah. Maybe maybe California can be a little bit different. Turn around a little bit because so. he know? had answers for everything. He is my politician. I really liked him. He seemed like a, a smart guy, a hardworking guy. Um, so once again, the thank only you. thing I did not get to ask him was that how can we get the best deal at a car lot? Because he knows all the inside <laughs> oh, secrets. Oh, dude, get him back on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We might have to call. <laughs> When we when he is governor, I'll ask him that in. in was, the, that's go- funny that he was from. He worked in Hanford. We should ask him about Superior. Superior Dairy. Oh, we should have forgot about. We'll that. have him back on. We'll have him back on. Yeah, um, that was really good. I'm really yeah. happy. He thank was you, able Diego. To join. Uh, Diego, it. thank you very much uh, for joining us on the No Focus Radio Hour. Remember, everybody, rate and review us. Uh, subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Heck, you can even just talk to your Alexa and just say. Hey, Alexa, subscribe me to the No Focus Radio Hour. Sure, it's coming up. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Hear from us in a couple of uh, of days. Stay well.